Fuck, I don't like sobriety. This is gonna get weird. Salutations and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we discuss the finer things in life, such as how not to be a twat waffle in the state of Tennessee during these uh, emergency times that we're going through, and how one should not get their ass arrested because they decided to buy all the toilet paper, all the paper towels. And all the hand sanitizer in a 1,700-mile radius just so they can make a shit ton of money by price-gouging fuckers. Well, anyway, I'm your host, Blue Shark 45 and I'm joined by the one, the only man in my life who's here for me right now, Damoc. How you doing, Damoc? Hey, I'm here, and damn, you were looking good quite again. I love those button-up shirts, man. Ugh, almost with those little earbuds that blue comes down almost looks like a tie i'm, I'm loving it man loving it i mean if we, if we really wanted this podcast to go off the rails i could go put the tie on it star wars yeah so let's not do that because you won't have a podcast it will it'll be me sitting here <laughs> turning off my video and some awkward noises oh god all right well how you doing day mark Oh, man, I'm still alive and so far not infected. How about you? Well, I I don't think I'm infected, but this could all just be one big episode of The Walking Dead, and we all carry the virus, and we'll find out when we die. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude, that's Italy right now. And if they're right and what they're saying about us being at the bottom portion of an exponential curve, oh, yeah, dude. It's bad. I don't know if you've watched the news. And I don't like getting all like weird about it. But, I mean, you're kind of fucked right now. This is a very interesting virus. And this is a very interesting state in the world that we live in. They're using military transport trucks to carry the hundreds of dead out of Italy right now to crematoriums that are completely backed up. There's just military trucks lining the street full of bodies. Yeah, it's... um, So... Someone pulled a mummy sarcophagus out of a ground in Egypt. Then they weren't supposed to do that. And now we're fucking here. Like, oh, you know, it's, it, it, nothing bad's going to happen here. But, uh, yeah, uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, the, the crematorium. Uh, let's see. Uh, Death Stranding. The fast-spreading ep- epidemic of this virus. Uh, the Division. And, um... The world going into chaos and supplies running short. Yeah, we might be in the last of us right now. Oh man, there's a there's a pretty good chance. We're pretty fucked right now. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, and that's that pretty much sums it up. We are fucked. And Lord knows I hope that we can pull through this thing without anyone going really fucking crazy. Hopefully the US doesn't turn out the way um 
it's gone in Italy, and hopefully other countries aren't going to run into the same problem, but I don't know, man. It's uh, it's some scary shit, and uh, the idiots that I see that are doing stupid shit like trying to price gouge, there's some guy who's like, oh, I don't care what they're doing right now. They're not going to keep me from enjoying my spring break. I'm like, dude, you're in college. Like, what the fuck? You don't think you got a chance to maybe when this shit blows over to go have some fun later? Like, you have to do that shit now? Like, seriously. I don't even know what the fuck you're going to do in Florida. Like, all the bars are fucking closed. <laughs> yeah, so. they closed the restaurants, the bars, the beaches. And they were like, yeah, we're ending your spring break early. And everyone's like, you can't do this. But like, you don't understand. You could be infected and spreading the disease unknowingly. And, yeah. So, but quarantine life is a fucking weird life. Yeah? And oh, my God. These kids ain't going to last long. They got about <laughs> another two days. Yeah, um, yeah, my mom's a little panicked about going out to the store. My sister's really panicked about the fact that she was supposed to start her job on Monday, and, uh, well, that's not happening now. And now she's trying to figure out how she's going to get out of a, a lease that was signed three days prior to them declaring a national state of emergency. Like, work wasn't saying anything. You know, like, got to get a place because I'm starting on Monday. That's what I've been told. And then national emergency, school's closed. End of her her job. And my fiance right now with her school stuff, like they're going remote, but her internships been canceled. The part-time one, someone just heard that their full-time internship in the summer has been canceled. Like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Like, it's starting to look like, you know, I'm going to be the sole source of income for a little bit longer than uh, we originally planned. Uh, but uh, it's, Yeah. It's 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 odd, but my God, the traffic every morning, because I still have to go into my job. Um, well, okay, I don't have to technically, but it's not practical for me to work from home, and so, especially since the fact that they aren't telling us that we have to work home, they're like, oh, work half one day here at the office, and then the other day work at home, and then come back. Like, yeah, it's like I want to drag home all of the shit I need for my job back and forth. No, thank you. Send us all home or don't do this. But anyway, traffic is, oh my God. I, I've i never been so happy in my life. People are actually courteous and know what the hell they're doing. And I can actually get places. It's, You're full of shit. No, I'm not. No, you're full of shit. No one is courteous on the roads, man. They are now. Because guess what? All the imbeciles and all the assholes are all in quarantine. Not a single one of them has been on the road. I have left at (laughs) 6.45 in the morning, and then it's usually back the hell up when I get close to work. Smooth sailing. I get behind someone as I end to the left lane, and they see me coming up behind them, and they're like, oh, I'm not going fast enough. Let me move out of the way and then I pass them and then I get over and I do the same thing to someone else and then people actually use the correct lanes for turning and using blinkers it's glorious like I get onto the interstate 
in the afternoon at 5 o'clock, an hour later than I normally would, where traffic is usually horrible, and it's like smooth as butter. Yeah, where's your wife at, dude? Because you're definitely having fever dreams. This is not happening. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, let's uh, let's move away from the fever dreams and let's move into the more important subject matter of this evening. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I am not holding this show down like I should because of my 30-day uh, sabbatical. No, horrible word. Let's not go with that. Let's go with something more like my 30-day detox from alcohol. But you are not on a 30-day detox, and you are drinking not enough beer out of a very large glass. So why don't you tell the lovely people what you're enjoying in? All right, so I have my Medieval Times ginormous glass, and I think it's like a liter, maybe slightly more than a liter. But I am drinking Viking blood. It is just Nordic honey wine with hibiscus hop and hops added to it. It's a really good mead. Really enjoyed it, but I poured the rest of it into this giant glass, and it will be done by the time this podcast is over. And it's only you know 19% alcohol, so I might be fumbling over all of my words in you know 10, 20 minutes. It wouldn't be a GNA episode unless someone was doing that. I mean, I could still do that sober, but that's just me. Yeah, I could stumble over my... See, I'm stumbling over my words now. I've only had, like, you know, a quarter of the cup. Yep, I'm stumbling over my fumbles and rumbles and gumbles. Words. Things. Places. Ah, so... I'm once again still coughing from my allergies. Or from the COVID-19 virus that I'm supposedly carrying after having no contact with anyone outside of this country or uh, I don't know. We're See, not you're test- lucky, man. I've been exposed and the girlfriend's been directly exposed. So we're actually oh. waiting to see. Oh, so you guys are test results pending. Shit. No, we don't even have enough tests in the state to go and get tested. We're just waiting to see if we get symptoms. Fudge. Yeah, and I heard it's like some nasty shit to your lungs. Like you're gonna have a hard time like recovering from it. Like if you really get it, like it's no, not exactly. So there's a lot of misconceptions over it, and we could really spend an entire podcast talking about the the COVID nineteen or COVID nineteen, however people want to pronounce it. Uh, but most cases are mild, minor to mild. It's only the extreme cases that people have to worry about. And yes, those will and have been fucking up people's lungs enough to kill them. So yeah, getting interesting, but we should be fine. It's been over two weeks for me, and I'm not showing signs. It's been a little over a week for the girlfriend, so we'll see. It's like, guess what, kids? Dad's home early, and guess what? You don't get to go outside for two weeks! And I'm going to try not to kill you or your mother. She's going to try not to kill me from being so damn annoying and in her face all day long. Isn't this wonderful? Oh, man. The kids had a natural spring break for one week, which was this week, which was going to be fine. Except we're all now on telework until the foreseeable future. So everyone is crammed in the house. And what'd they say? Stop going outside. Stop 
you know, hanging out with people. Make sure you do social distancing. So that's getting better and better. And do you have a fucking joint in your mouth? Because, dear God, man, I'm a little jelly if you do. I can't do that. So um, I actually have this really bad habit of biting my lip occasionally. Um, like, it, it's random, like driving, working. Sometimes when I'm just sitting around. It's this. So you smoke joints instead? I, dude, that's a great way. <laughs> yes, kids, I condone the use of illicit drugs, and and well, I wouldn't be able to keep my job if I did. Um, but anyway, so it's actually just um, <clears throat> just computer paper, just regular old whatever the fuck the weight is twenty five pound whatever the fuck it is i don't know 10 pound letter stock i don't know listen man if you're not buying from dunder mifflin you're wrong well i i tried finding them but um they keep putting me on hold uh but anyway so i just take the paper and i i roll it into this and i actually do not like paper so i don't chew on this and so um this actually helps me from biting my damn lips. I just stick it right here between my lips, and uh, I just, you know, I I kind of look like an idiot because someone looks at me and they're like, "That's not actually a cigarette. Um, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you look like an idiot." And I'm like, "Yeah, but now I don't bite my lips, so I win." Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I will give you that. Did you ever used to smoke? Oh hell no! <laughs> I I have had uh, cigars. I've had uh, the little cigaros, the wine tips, whatever you call them, wood tips, wine tips, whatever the fuck they're called. I've had those. I've tried hookah and I've done pot out of like a little glass pipe. But um, I've actually never smoked an actual cigarette in my life. Um, they drilled it into our heads and, and dare like all the problems and i'm just like you know being that i already have one addiction even in the middle of the night and i'm only like 15 years old i don't need to be getting into this shit and uh i don't have a job so i don't know how the fuck i'm gonna afford this shit so let's not hey man that's a, a good way of going about it instead of being a 15 year old addicted to cigarettes always asking his friends Hey man, go cigarette, go cigarette, go cigarette man. He got cigarette man. We're trying to fucking steal them from Kmart when they used to keep them not behind glass and behind the counter. They used to keep them right there in the fucking aisle. Yep. And all yep. you to see all those kids get popped because they would always have security standing right there watching people put them into their hoodies. Yeah. 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 It used to be a lot easier to shoplift. Uh, now it's like, uh, fuck, I, I bought a book uh what was it last year and i was like flipping through the pages and i've and i had i've had this book for like at this point like six months and i'm looking something up and i'm going through and i'm going through and i'm going through it and then i'm like oh that's what i need and i go to pick it up and i hold it up like this like so it's like more up you know at my face instead of down at the desk and then something slides out i'm like what and it's this little magnetic loop, and I think it's like an RFID uh, little slip of paper, so that if you were to go through a security scanner and it wasn't already 
I guess this explains why sometimes you see them rub things on something on the checkout counter. Yeah, they're sticking that shit in books. Oh yeah, stuff- man. They check, they put that shit in everything, honestly. Books have the ones that just fall out and everything so that you don't know what page it's on and blah, blah, mm-hmm. but yeah. I remember it's on fucking, well, it used to be on everything. Now, not so much. I used to hate when they put it on CD labels. Like, it would always be in the wrong place. Like, why the fuck does it have to be over the track titles? Like, why the fuck can you not put this somewhere else? Put it on the damn side, for Christ's sake. But uh, Oh, yeah, that pissed everyone off. Yeah. This is what happens when people steal shit. They ruin it for the rest of us. But uh, this is a horrible segue. No, it's not. Because... This involves shoplifting, stealing things, and they put this crap on video games. So, Damoc, what's your state of games? Uh, well, tomorrow I will introduce Selkie into uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. But what I've been playing for the week, a little bit of Minecraft and a little bit of... What the fuck did we play? I don't remember. But last Mario night I played Mario Party. Party. Well, see, I played Mario Party last night, but I had just bought it last night because the girls wanted to play a cooperative game, and then I found out that the older one dropped the younger one's Switch and actually broke the controller, so there's only three controllers in the house because you can't use the Elite controller to play the Mario Party game. You have to use only the little dongle controllers because it's motion-sensitive and all of that. And I was like, ah, so... Three of us played Mario Party, and then we switched over, and then the person that got left out took my spot and played Mario Party, and yeah, I, I don't know, man, my state of game's a little sad, I really thought that I was going to be playing RimWorld a lot more, because I haven't had a chance to really sit down and enjoy it, by the time I get done teleworking, it is time to get something in my system to make me forget that I have to telework and that there are children in the house that have driven me insane, so... Yeah, how about you, man? How's your games? <laughs> My state of games has been a is uh been all right. I um so I got to play some Division Two this uh this past week. Um, got that in on the weekend. Um, since the since Brittany was sick, so did that. I then was lazy piece of crap the entire weekend and uh, watched anime. And then I got back into playing some games. What day was it? Ah, Tuesday. Class got canceled on Tuesday. Well, it had been canceled for a week. Ah, weird. I don't know why they decided to do... They're giving us like two breaks. Like, it's an eight-week course. Why the fuck? But anyway, so I played some... What was it? Final Fantasy fifteen, And did some more of that. Um, messing around in there. I, I am moving like a tortoise through this freaking story. I was trying to figure out a way to get uh, the summon for the Titan. And I think I've talked about this before, but I'm trying to get him to summon. But all of my characters are way too powerful. They have so much health. And I haven't been having people go down in the first area. And the first area is this big open desert in Final Fantasy 15. And apparently it's the only place that you can get this guy to, sh- to spawn. 
and still it's not guaranteed when he's going to come in and help you and it's not guaranteed that he's going to be the one to come and help you because there's like other astrals that could come in so he's the only astral i've never been able to summon so i'm hopeful that if i get some of these really badass hunts that are like high level uh, that i'll actually be able to pull this off so did that i think i got i feel like i got something else in this week hmm nope i didn't i was gonna try to get in a little bit of um what's it called Oh, come to me now. Doom? Because I still haven't finished the first one. With the re-release set, the 2016 game, I think it is. So Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And now that you said it, yeah, I've been playing The Division 2 um, a little often on this week. I, I forgot what fucking game it was. I'm yeah. trying not to think about virus things right now. Good luck with that one. It seems to be everywhere. But good news for you. I've got an idea for next week because we haven't done this. Well, it's probably been since Christmas. We should get together and, you know, the whole social distancing thing and the fact that none of us are actually in the same city for the most part. We should get together uh, for next week's recording and play video games. Um, Yeah. Name a fucking game and I'm in. It doesn't matter what game it is. I'm down. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we can we can figure out something. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of us that have something that's the same. Uh, Even vintage if has- runs a Minecraft server, and Co. and his uh, what is it? His Black Desert Online clan. They run a Conan server. All that's posted in the Discord. It's pretty free join right now, and everything. So, yeah, it'd be great. And apparently, Humble Bundle has got a 75% off sale right now. Uh, yay! Quoting for ubisoft uh holy shit you can get the ultimate edition of assassin's creed odyssey for 40 bucks it's not bad see now i know steam is also having the sale but if you're gonna do it the the humble bundle sale actually looks better now not directly comparing because i don't have two windows pulled up and looking at it but the the humble bundle absolutely and just make sure that you put that question mark partner equals gna podcast at the end of that and Hell yes. uh, throw a little charity that way but dear god i might actually be picking up oh we could play ghost recon wildlands it's like 17 bucks on here yeah i've got that one on pc i just gonna need to install it but yeah that one was good they got all. They got a lot of the good stuff on here. For Honor, um, the different Assassin's Creed, the Crew, Anno twenty twenty two, Zombie, <laughs> yeah. all the Tom Clancy Splinter Cell games. Oh shit, dude! Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. It's like five dollars and nine cents. Hopefully, you've played Blood Dragon. I've not. I never really got into Far Cry. No, uh, no, 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 no. It's not Far Cry. It's Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. 
You ever seen an 80s movie and loved an 80s action movie? Well, now you get to fucking live it, dude, and it's amazing. It's so cheesy and so terrible and so 80s cliche on everything. It's just perfect. It's not an expansion? It's just nope. the... Okay. It's a standalone game where it's literally like it's a retro... It looks like. 80... Yeah. No, no, it's a first-person shooter, not a side-scroller. I don't know. Oh, Some of these boy. screenshots are looking like a side-scroller to me. Okay, well, after this, I'm going to show you the real good trailer for it, and it's fucking worth every goddamn penny, especially $5.09. All right. I will look into that. Um, wow. It's mixed reviews on Steam. Speaking of Steam... Damoc. Oh boy, <laughs> Damoc, can you can you uh, not scream like a little girl when we go to talk about this article? But Gabe, just... but Gabe, he's a savior. So uh, in gadgets, um... <laughs> uh, uh, this is just this is yeah, this is definitely a unique company right here, folks. Half Life. Alex is proof that Valve answers to no one. Jesus Christ, did you say Alex? It's Alex. Half Alex? Life Alex from the character Alex in the Half-Life series. Well, folks, I've just proven to you once again that I am not I don't watch Firefly. I never played Half-Life. Uh I guess I could say now I've never played Team Fortress. Um, uh, uh, someone's someone's trying to get me to get off stage right now, so I'm going to pass this off to Damoc. Damoc! <laughs> Dude, you're hurting my head. <laughs> have you not been paying attention? We talked about how amazing this VR game was going to be, and here it is. And I gotta say, as much as Engadget really rips into Valve, I mean, they rip into Valve. If we are only talking about the game, then it is absolutely amazing. But if we're talking about this article, I have to give it to Engadget of actually placing well, thought out, and factual based content in this article that just shows that uh, how do they put it steam is that super rich uncle that just comes down from his mountain resort or whatever and not that he's doing anything illegal because he's not it's that he can just do whatever he wants because they make so much fucking money that it's unchecked and uncontrollable across the board. They make roughly, by estimates, because Valve is a private company that does not have anybody to answer to, rough estimates put them at $4 billion a year in profit, which is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm really interested to play the game, I really like what I saw, but again, 
the article points it out probably best the thousand dollar buy-in to get into the game is just ridiculous i it plays best with you know the htc vi or sorry it plays best with the valve index even though the htc vive works and you can still use the oculus if you decide to buy into that crap uh and i say crap not because oculus is actually bad just that facebook bought oculus and they're notorious for not doing so great across the board with it saying that oh it has support and then randomly blocking games and then coming back with games and then still continuing to block multiple games but really if i'm sitting here and i'm reading the article i i really believe that engadget has properly written out why valve is the fucking rich uncle who gets away with anything that they want to and why half-life alex is literally proof that valve doesn't answer to no one they don't do anything with threes even though they promise it and then they just say ah fuck it but i'm gonna read a little snippet from it because I, I really like how they put the first paragraph right valve is like an eccentric billionaire uncle who isn't allowed to babysit any kids in the family he lives alone in a mountaintop mansion stocked with exotic animals vintage pinball machines water slides and homemade potato guns the strange sounds flow into the valley below at all hours of the night he disappears for months at a time and returns with suitcases full of loose candy and unmarked pills it's not that this uncle has ever hurt anyone or done anything illegal it's simply clear that really he could do anything Right? And at this point, no one's going to stop fucking Gabe because he shits golden bricks in the gaming community. And, uh, you know, I'd suck his cock if he asked me to because that's what it is. But Blue, I don't know. You don't seem to be a, a big Valve fan saying you've never played any of these, these huge games. Like Half-Life and Half-Life mm -hmm. 2 were genre-defining games. Yes, they are. It's, it's actually funny. Like when I actually looked into them... Um last year it's like so everyone talks about this stuff like what is this and i like someone did like a little like news snippet like the defining games of like shooters and i was just like holy shit you're telling me that this whole thing in half-life spawn counter-strike and you know like the sh first person shooters and multiplayer online competitive gaming that came out of this it's just i just was in the wrong place at the wrong time because i was so into whatever my friends were into um and console like the social gaming aspect of like four controllers sitting around arguing you're looking at my screen you know like playing goldeneye or like you know like testing friendships and boundaries with mario party or mario kart the dreaded rainbow road but uh it pcs weren't a gaming thing for me i played echo the dolphin i've played sonic i've played oh what was the other one ah uh, damn it i can't think of the darn name of the game 
And if someone could find it. So <clears throat> the world, this pseudo world that we've moved to as a human race gets overdeveloped and everyone like starts leaving and then there's like this lava it looks like orange goo you know pc graphics so lava like comes out and starts like taking over the planet and so uh, pog no those are the pogs or something else okay so is this pc gaming or console gaming you gotta tell me so this was on pc but like i told you i played sonic and echo the dolphin on pc but this was a PC game, or it was on PC. For all I know, it could have been a Sega game that was originally out on a Sega console. But it was this game where you were racing to be the person who gets to escape from this planet. Like all the ships are gone, and you're like racing against other people for the right to be on this ship. Uh, I remember there was like one car that had like, it was like a center prong and then they had like two outer prongs. Um, pod? Pod? P-O-D? Yeah. 1997? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's probably it. Do you, you got anything for me? Screenshot or something like that? Because I'm thinking that's what this is. I got a trailer down yep, there, man. That that I that's all I gotta see is that 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 thumbnail right there. Yep, that's it. It's pod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody played pod, man. Shit. Come on yep. now. I played that. I'm horrible at racing games, but I played that. And there was another PC game where you're like on uh you're on a spaceship and you're flying around and you're trying to destroy the supercomputer or something like that. At least I think it was. We've talked about this before. I know we have, but I don't think we nailed what the actual game was. You got to uh, give me a little bit. So it's PC, you're racing, and you're doing what? Okay, so it's not it's not racing. Um, it's uh, your ship, or you're piloting a ship, and you're trying to get to the the reactor where the supercomputer or the thermonuclear reactor of a something is and you've got to destroy it but to get as you to get there you have to fight against other ships and you're kind of going through like a maze to get to it and uh there's like different guns that you can pick up along the way to for your ship and uh there's one part where like there's like this thing you come across that constantly just spawns ships and enemies and it came out around that pod games released cuz my buddy and I would play it on his computer and for the life of me I can't remember it and and Alex if you're for some reason listening to this show we haven't talked in like probably well over into two decades at this point maybe no. Is it? I, I can't I, give you that one, man. I don't know. All right, There's so yeah. many games that come up. and I mean, Sector Reactor 5 is a Final Fantasy game. There, Unless you're Final talking Fantasy. about like Descent from 1995. Descent? Mm, Descent sounds like a movie. No. Descent was like a 360-degree fucking rotational game that... 
made people sick, but it was really fucking sick in a good way. Uh, let me see. What do you got? <laughs> send, send me, send me some, send me some screenshots of descent. All right, hold on. Let me get you a fucking <laughs> gameplay video. Let's see gameplay. Everybody gets to listen to my keyboard because fuck y'all. Yes, yeah, so click clack. The keyboard's back. Oh my god. Oh my god. You found it. <laughs> you found you it. Fucking Descent. One of the yes. greatest games like ever made. It's a 360 degree fucking spaceship game. And yes. you describe it as some weird fucked up thing to get to a reactor. <laughs> Wasn't that what you were supposed to do? I don't remember. Dude, this is well. I don't remember. I remember playing Descent and going, oh man, I'm sick. I don't know which way is up anymore. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you found that. Awesome. Oh, yes, that is, that's the game. Oh my god. Oh, Cecil, if you're listening, man, this man is fucked up. He played Descent and he didn't remember it was Descent. <laughs> I know. I, I have, I am proven constantly that i am a disappointment to this podcast with my lack of games that i've played and missing out on the atari and the fact that i've never watched firefly man you didn't even have to click on the link you just saw the fucking thumbnail <laughs> yes. from the youtube video because that's what i remember <laughs> i remember the shield i remember there were weapons <laughs> and that the wall smile. That fucking wall, like that purple shit, that's like what was like. There was something that just spawned enemies out of that. Oh man, uh, your smile went ear to ear, and you're like, Yes, it's that game. Because <laughs> I've been trying to figure out, God, what is that game? Like, Pod was one thing. Like, I was like, Ah, oh, if I could remember what that game was, that, that game was fun. But I remember we played that. I remember, I think there was something. Either we found a code or something, we could enter which level we wanted to go on to. And we went, we were like playing like level one, two, three, four, so on and so forth. We picked like something like level 25. We like jump and we got, we were like, oh shit. <laughs> we were getting like killed quickly and instantly. Oh man. Descent 2. Oh yeah, man. Descent was a massive game when it came out of course and then yes i believe there are multiple descent games there are wow <clears throat> I, I i think i gotta look it's it's 10 bucks for the original one yeah there it is interplay oh my god ah. oh that's so cool Prepare to start your descents. Sensory overload in the 360 3D. Uh, welcome to Descent. Trademark. 27 levels of the most mind-bending, stomach-churning action game ever. Featuring true three-dimensional worlds with light sources, shadowing texture, uh, three morphing directional sound effects, and sizzling music. I don't know if I want to play this. Cause um, no, no, no <laughs> one wanted to play it at the time either. Cause it was like, whoa, I'm I getting a, a little sick here, bud. <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm gonna get motion sickness from this. Oh my god! 
So it's Lunar Base One. The Terra Mining Company has lost contact with the miners. Lunge straight down the shafts, twist through narrowing tones past robotic menaces and environment. Six degrees of freedom, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what's the enemy? Uh, yeah. Looks like some sort of reactor. Oh, my God. <laughs> we thought it was so cool back then. When they use all these pixels and shit. Uh, oh, yeah, and the dying, you'd see, like, everything, like, fly apart. Sorry. Uh, all right. Okay, so, yeah, I, I, Half-Life. <laughs> Half-Life Alex. Uh, so, I, I kind of feel sorry for you guys. It's, uh, Half-Life 3, which is what we want. We want Half-Life 3. We're so hyped for, oh, no, this, this goes in between Half-Life and Half-Life 2. <laughs> like, that it was kind of fucked, man. They really did kind of fuck with people on that. Are you on my uh, my friends list for Steam? Because I'm not seeing your name. Uh, I thought we were. We better be Steam friends, goddammit. But, oh, um. okay. I do see you. Never mind. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is kind of fucked, man, what they did with it. I, I got it. They did the, I'm going to play, I'm going to make a game between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2 instead of giving us Half-Life 3 Episode 3 to round things out because ha, 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 everybody thinks that, you know, Gabe count count to 3, but that man doesn't need to count to 3 because he jumps up to $4 billion a year in income. Ugh. Yep. And you could think, well, I just will never buy a Half-Life game. Well, if you buy a game on Steam, you're still feeding him. Like, fuck, 30% off of any game sale he, they get. And on top of that, even after all this shit is going through, we're like, people are like, oh, well, we'll give you 90%. We'll give you, you know, 85%. They're like, eh, you make it to 10 million and we'll give you this. And they'll just, they kept on like, they'll just, you have to reach these milestones before you get more of a percentage. And that's only off of, the, the sales that you make past that point but yeah they're um uh, they're kind of uh, an interesting studio to be doing that i mean obviously they're still around but then again you get people like ea that you know sometimes listens to what people wants and they're like yeah but we're still going to do loot boxes and all this other shit and people are like oh ea sucks and ea's evil and activision's the same way and all this other stuff but at the same time, you know, people keep buying their games. And so they're still around. I mean, they're not like <sighs> visceral games that no longer is around and we'll never see the continuation after the DLC of Dead Space 3 where the fuck was going to happen on Earth. But, you know, oh well. I mean, what do you really expect when it comes to that, honestly? Uh... You're not going to go too far anymore. Game companies come and go, except for, like, what, the four big names. And other than that, you're out, man. Yeah, and I don't even think, like, EA, EA is a publisher. And Activision's a publisher. And Ubisoft is a publisher. Like, really, 
that's the names that I, I hear the most. I associate the most with like you. I don't think about, you know, Red Storm and uh, I guess Blizzard's. Is Blizzard a publisher or a developer? Blizzard is both. Blizzard is a developer and a publisher of their own games. Um, so, yeah, they, they'll have a lot of fun doing it that way. Also, check your email. Yeah, I just got the notification. Thank you, Damoc. Uh, Man, you got to play. You got to fucking play now because the next podcast we have, I want to hear how sick you got and how lost you got into the original <laughs> Descent because it's on Steam, man. It's fucking worth it. Uh, Yeah. I played it with a joystick. I, I remember that. Uh, this will be interesting. Oh, shit, man. Trying to play with a mouse now is, you know, going to be real interesting. But yeah. the joystick back in the day was a shit. If you have a super old-ass computer that can handle Steam and download the game, <laughs> let me know because I am sure in the garage somewhere or in the boxes that have been cleaned up behind me, by the way, yes, the 16-year-old I... did a great fucking job. It's like, amazing what One quarantine. day she knocked, yeah, quarantine him, do it. She did a great job knocking that shit out, and then she found a whole bunch of old clothes of mine that she liked, a bunch of band t-shirts, but I do get to rag on her for one thing, and I also get to rag on Shadow Fox. I had a t-shirt that says, one by one, the penguins come to steal my sanity. Do you understand what that means? No, it sounds scary, but not as scary as the men in white coats. One by one, the penguins come to steal my sanity. And that's it's just words on a t-shirt, right? You, you have a general idea of it, though? No, nothing's coming to mind. It's not a reference to anything, which is what I had to spend 20 minutes explaining to the 16-year-old. It's not a reference to anything. I had to spend 10 minutes explaining to Shadow Fox. It's not a reference to anything. Cecil got it right away, and now I'm getting a little worried here, Blue, because you did not get... The, it's it's not a reference to anything. One by one, the penguins steal my sanity. Meaning, you're an insane person seeing penguins as they pluck away the rest of your sanity. I don't understand why I have to explain this. Look, I am well versed in this world. I know a lot of things. I may not know a lot about gaming. But the Pink Panther has told me a lot about this stuff. We were supposed to cover something of an avian aquatic variety, but then I stopped drinking, and for some reason, my lessons seem to have discontinued themselves. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay. I, I don't follow your logic, but okay. You would if you read the show notes more often. Oh, wait, we have show notes? Holy shit. I'm sorry, dude, I thought not this show notes. Like Podcast description. <laughs> Podcast description. Not show notes. Wait, the podcast description is games, nerds, and alcohol. Nope. What are you drinking? Nope. What are you gaming nope. in? Nope. And nope. random dumbass shit that you guys talked about throughout the week. Oh, okay, I can do that. I can run my mouth for fucking hours. Come on, it's Daymog. Everybody knows Daymog can just talk for hours about nonsense all the time. <laughs> so every episode, believe it or not, 
We have a description of the episode. Where and the fuck do I see that at? So, how do you listen to your uh, your episodes? Uh, I use Android or Google Podcasts or whatever because they actually keep everything up to date faster than anybody so far. All right, so Google Podcast is an easy enough one. So you, of course, go there and you load the podcast up. And if you click on the podcast itself, there's a description there. And if you hit Yeah, after the podcast already comes out. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought we had a theme like before the podcast starts, and I was like, where the fuck do I read no. what it's supposed to be about? No. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, that's where I, that Pink Panther comes from. I just made that up on the fly one day, and he, he's, he's made a couple of appearances in the descriptions. Oh, all I know is the, uh, the last one I heard, everybody was like, God damn it, Joe, you're not supposed to fucking say that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, get me the other sword. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, yeah. And luckily, the little one didn't get sliced. Right? Jesus. No one lost an appendage so, thus far, at least. Yes, we're good. All right. So, um, Valve. I think, have we, have we thoroughly beat this horse? I mean, I love Valve. I love Gabe. I got swept up, and I mean, Gabe, please forgive me. The first copy of Half Life I ever got was a pirated copy with the CD key written on the inside of the label, but my friend did not have an internet connection, so I was able to register his CD key and play uh, TFC and then eventually Counter Strike under a, a borrowed CD key from a friend. But I have promised you. Gabe, I promise you, I have bought Half-Life and Half-Life 2 and the Orange Box five times over to make amends for my sins when I was a broke 14-year-old playing your games. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've pretty much beaten it into a dead horse, honestly. It's fantastic. I'm really excited for Half-Life Alex because the game itself is going to be amazing or is amazing if you're looking at everything on it so far but it really is proof that valve just pulls out their dick and everybody sucks it whether or not they are for the consumer or for themselves and the people who make those vr headsets are just so fucking happy oh and valve is making them now you're getting the valve index oh, and it's a thousand dollars so yeah it's the most expensive one on the market and it works the best with Half-Life Alex. So if of you want to do it, spend $1,200 in your 2080 Ti and then spend $1,000 on the the Valve Index. And honestly, if I could, I would, but I, I really can't. I, I just can't justify that with the family and everything. Yeah. Well, so what about uh, paying to use, um, what's it, GeForce Now? So now we get into a very interesting conversation, right? Uh, you are looking at Google Stadia versus GeForce Now. Have you used either one? No, because um, 
I feel like with so I have to keep it under a terabyte every month. And I think we've some of us have talked about this before and some of you guys don't have limits on your internet. So streaming gaming, doing a podcast, streaming something and then streaming it to you guys through cast eats up a lot of data and then I'm not the only one in this house. So and if I start working from home because of this quarantine, then I'm going to eat up even more data having to download documents. So I've never really been interested in the whole streaming-based gaming. So I've stayed away from it. So Who is the that... fuck still has data caps in this day and age? Florida. Florida's got data caps. Who the fuck is your provider? Comcast. Oh, yeah, dude, it's Comcast. Get fucked, man. Get away from Comcast. Bad. Go anywhere else, dude. Fucking Roadrunner should be in your area, and they may not <laughs> offer the fucking speeds, but Roadrunner still got Hell down no. there. Hell oh, dude. No. Dude, they may not have the same speed as Comcast, but there's no data caps. Get the fuck away from... Go Verizon. Should I hate Verizon? I have Fios no. from Verizon, but Jesus Christ, run away from <laughs> Verizon as well. But they don't have data caps, man. If you're sitting at a terabyte data cap, there are three fucking girls in my house. If I had a yeah. terabyte data cap, I wouldn't be able to even get on the fucking Discord channel, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, uh, I don't know. The Comcast has, uh, does have its nice benefits of uh, fast speeds and being able to actually use my own cable modem so I don't have to rent any fucking gear from anyone. Like, some people, like, AT&T, like, you have to rent their fucking fiber modem and you can't buy it from anywhere else. It's just a real pain in the ass. And if you want Wi-Fi, you got to rent that shit. Like, you can't use a whatever. I don't think that you understand how the internet works. And we could definitely get you set up for a lot cheaper. Well, maybe when I'm the one who has to... uh, who has the choice right now i don't have the choice i just have to help pay the bills since i'm renting the room oh i don't get to choose if it was my choice there wouldn't be a cable in this house there would just be internet because i don't watch fucking cable i don't do it wait you rent a room i thought you own the house no i'm renting the room from my parents they own the house so I rent the room. Oh, that makes like my mind just grew a dick and came all over itself because the realization that I came to went, okay, so many more things make sense right now. Yeah. yeah like this isn't my office. This is just me letting them letting me use this office for this. Yeah, I basically just stay in the room. Um, well, that's where my stuff's at. I wander throughout the house, but yeah, that's that's where all my stuff is, and if it's not in there, it's in storage. But this is all until the fiance is done with school, and then God knows when that'll be. But yeah, so hey, anyway, man, now you're talking like Cecil. God knows when it'll be done with school. I'm gonna <laughs> finish up my master's degree, and then I'm gonna go for a double masters and never be on the podcast <laughs> again because. 
you know, I really think that I could totally outdo Daymok because that piece of shit talks so much shit about the things that is this way. I'm doing a double masters just to prove him wrong, which I love you for. I really do. But come on, man. Come back to the podcast. We miss you already. Oh, yeah. Well, if my dumb ass didn't have to do this Tuesday night class, he could be on the show more often. Could be. But anyway, so back to the the G-Force now. So Google Stadia versus NVIDIA, or Google versus NVIDIA. And they, right now, because, maybe because of all this shit, or maybe because Cyberpunk's coming out and people want, want to position in line. I mean, do you... Do I need this if I wanted to play Cyberpunk on PC? No. Do you need it? No. You do not need it in any way, shape, or form. And I am sure that the graphics card you have, even if it is on the lower end, like my my poor little 970, is still going to be able to play Cyberpunk 2077. Now, that being said, I will not be playing Cyberpunk 2077 on a 970. When it comes out, I will be buying the greatest card that can run it at the time. Hands down, I don't fucking care. Money will be spent. I'm playing that game at ultra settings on 1440p. You know, savings account be damned. Credit cards be damned. I don't care. Um, I'm really excited for it. But looking at it, and I have to give it to Cecil. He gave me the three-month trial to the premium Stadia. And I started playing the... Oh, it was the new Metro Exodus. And I played something else. It came with a whole bunch of free games. And then there was a whole bunch of purchase games. I did not purchase any games. But I did play two or three of the free games on there. But the one that stood out was absolutely Metro Exodus. I could not go into the video options to tell you what it was running at. And while I want to say that it was running at 1440p, I do believe it was actually running at 1080p. But there was no way to see what it was running at. It looked good. It ran good. Uh, I have read a lot of articles saying that you know you could there's noticeable lag there's this and that with it that it's not so great i truly enjoyed playing google stadia when i was playing metro exodus i did notice and only during cinematic scenes did i notice a little bit of lag and that was me trying to move the character before realizing that it was a cinematic scene at the time Um, so it seems like maybe I was a second behind or, you know, a third of a second behind, but it still didn't bother me enough to not enjoy playing a couple hours of the game. And then I know I played the, the farming simulator game because, Hey dude, I don't give a shit. That farming game is great. You get that fucking tractor and then you just get it hauling ass down the roads. You plow into shit. Yeah. Now, good times, I just want to see how that ran, and I truly enjoyed it. I have not, and I'm, I'm sad Cecil's not here, I have not signed up for the GeForce Now, but I know that Cecil has, and he played it, and he said it's comparable 
to Stadia, but it is at 1080p, um, and it was not at 4K or anything where the Stadia says you be, you can be playing at 4K, which again, I really enjoyed playing Metro Exodus, but I don't think that it was actually 1440p, and there was no way for me to check because they've disabled a whole bunch of commands and a whole bunch of option menu stuff to where you can't see what you were actually playing it at. Um, I don't know. I took forever trying to understand with Cecil is we're both absolutely utterly confused. It seems that the GeForce now is getting blamed and all the big games are being dropped off of it because the publishers and developers are being absolutely ridiculously greedy over the board for it. And that's the only thing. No one's issuing actual statements except we're pulling our game because, ha ha ha, they didn't ask our permission to use it. They don't need to ask your fucking permission. Get off your goddamn high horse and let people play the fucking game. I bought it on Steam. The GeForce experience let me, lets me log into my Steam account. All that I'm doing is literally renting a server from NVIDIA, right? Because GeForce, it's NVIDIA. I'm renting a server from NVIDIA that can play it on high-end graphics mode that pumps it back to me on my account where I bought the game. But you want me to double buy the game or do something or get a cut of the fucking pie from them charging... I think it's like $7 a month or some shit. And everybody wants a cut of the pie because everybody's being fucking greedy in this goddamn nightmare. And that is getting absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I gotta say... Uh, fuck, man. Fuck Epic Games. Fuck them up their stupid asses. They can fucking... Uh, I hate Epic. I hate Epic. But... Epic has backed the GeForce now. And they've said that doesn't matter what publishers say, anything that's going to be released on their platform is going to be available across the board. And uh, damn it, man. I really hate Epic, but their stance on the GeForce Now makes me go, damn it, Epic, you're doing the right thing. And I can't believe all these other developers and producers haven't jumped on board and said, oh, yeah, we should totally fucking embrace this because eventually it's the future. Yeah, and hopefully things don't uh, continue to go down this route because, I mean, it is it is your game. And if they're just renting you a server to do this, like, why the hell does it matter? Like, Steam issued you the key, you bought the key, you own the key. Why the fuck do they need someone else's permission? It, it just... It doesn't make much sense to me that they would do this. But, you know, they want to profit something out of this. And it's just how things are going to go. Like, they need, they need, they need some financial incentive or... You know, they're not going to want to keep doing this because of some reason. I mean, I guess, I mean, Steam, for Christ's sake, downloaded the game onto my computer. 
I've got another laptop. If I pulled that up, I could download it on there and play it. So it's not like I'm limited by where the hell I could do this. I just, I have to download the game. That's You're it. limited by publisher's greed. Yeah. But, um, so th- they've run out of memberships, though, because COVID-19, possibly, or, you know. Oh, no, they were going to run out it. of memberships, period. I yeah. I did not get a chance to jump on the bandwagon because I wasn't sure of the release date for it, and I was going to jump on and buy that gold membership as well because it legitimately sat for the price that they were asking okay i spend a lot more on that on video games a month so i might as well just skip out on a video game and buy the membership but they sold out in not only europe they sold out in north america as well showing that despite what all these publishers were doing that's the way gaming's gonna go whether you want it to go that way or not, and people will figure out ways to play their fucking games on that platform, and publishers be damned. It's just a really weird... I I literally just only see greed. When you look at it, Blizzard, of course, is an ultra-greedy company because they're owned by Activision, and Activision, Activision is such a shitty thing. There's no more Blizzard games. I don't give a fuck what they remaster, what they remake, what they reproduce... At this point, they'll be lucky if I buy anything from them at all. Oh, there's a Diablo 4. Am I excited for it? Well, yeah, I always want to play a Diablo 4, but at this point, they fucked up on everything so much that... Why bother? I'll wait for the game to come out, and I won't watch it on release day. I'll watch it a couple months fucking later because, yeah, it's Blizzard who have lost their credibility. And EA... Everyone knows I am anti-EA and I am completely against all of everything that they've done. But I gave them pre-order money. I gave them pre-order money last week. What for? They are remastering the original Command and Conquer game and Red Alert. And I know you can't see it because I have the t-shirts on there. But I do have... Right here, my original Command and Conquer Gold and Covert Operations and Red Alert coming soon tags. This is the game that I grew up playing, the best RTS ever. And they're remastering it, and they didn't do it themselves. They literally went to Petroglyph Studios, who are all the old Westwood Studios employees. Well, most of the Westwood Studios employees who made the original Command and & Conquer, and they had them remaster it for 4K and everything, and I'm sorry, I've been following it, and I don't ever give EA money, but since EA is back on Steam because their origin client is failing, I pre-ordered it on Steam, and I feel really good about it, but I gave EA some money, and I'm ashamed of myself. Oh, don't feel too ashamed, because 30% of that's going to go to Steam. That's true. Thirty percent went to Valve. <laughs> yeah. So, so seventy percent of your money goes to EA, but thirty percent of it goes to Valve. You know, I didn't think about that. And if EA only gets seventy percent of my money, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I only paid seventy fucking percent of the price. <laughs> yeah, and who says that that price isn't marked up for that? 
Um, hey, hey, hey now. Hey, we're talking about my childhood in video games, okay? It was Command and Conquer way before StarCraft, way before anything else. It was fucking Command and Conquer and then Command and Conquer Red Alert. Well, I'm glad you're excited about that one. Um, it's, uh, it's RTS is never my thing. Uh, I tried uh, StarCraft and uh, eh, it's all right. I did it for the story mostly, but um, I really wasn't into the whole build this and then, all right, now let's go take down that. And I liked being more in control. That's why I always hated like Final Fantasy's turn-based combat. I don't know why I love Final Fantasy 15 because I'm actually like in there fighting, doing everything. Like, that's what I like. But, uh, yeah, so it's uh it's hopefully gonna be better in the future for you know this idea of uh, stream based gaming you know where they don't pull these restrictions so you don't have to be restricted to what games you can play remotely but I don't know. Just... We'll see. That's the future. It's coming whether we want it to be that way or not, which I do not want it to be that way, but that is where things are going eventually. But, yeah. Now, I have definitely wasted a lot of time running my fucking mouth because it's what I'm good at, especially when I'm drinking mead, and I don't seem to have any mead left, so I'm... I'm sorry. I need more mead. But, ah... <laughs> uh, I've heard some rumors, and I don't know, maybe you know more than I do. I've heard some rumors that Kevin Smith has heard rumors about a Netflix MCU character. Yeah, so the Daredevil in a third Spider-Man movie would be a great thing. But I don't know. Are they going to pull him in? Are they going to pull the original guy in? Is this going to be reworked? They're talking about... I mean, he's the the original actor. Um, Charlie Cox says that he'd love to, love to play him again. He doesn't think it's, it's probably going to happen. And this is where Disney Plus kind of rubbed me the wrong way initially. Because it was like, great. There's the end of the Netflix series of... Wait, of the wait, Marvel stuff. Wait, oh, you got to pause here because now I'm I'm getting lost. Ben Affleck played Daredevil in the movie. No, he 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 attempted to play the Daredevil. Right? No, I mean it was just like Ryan Reynolds' first shot at Deadpool when they said that he had to make that fucking movie or else he'll never play Deadpool again. And he made that horrible Deadpool movie. You got it? But Ben Affleck played the daredevil in the movie so who the fuck are you talking about the guy that was in the netflix series there's a netflix series <laughs> yeah <laughs> you live under a do you really live under a rock Damoc? do Man, i have some... i have every streaming fucking service available because three girls okay three do you okay. know how chaotic my house is there are three girls there's every streaming service known to man in this house um, there's, I, but I, no one seems to like the Marvel movies except for me, but I only watch the movies. I don't watch the TV shows. Oh, 
Okay, so I can't vouch for all of them, but this one, holy shit. When they started, when Netflix was like, you know what, we're, we're going to make a Marvel TV series, they stepped in, and they stepped in strong, because, oh my god, was it good, because this, from this, spun off the punisher have you watched the punisher netflix oh absolutely the punisher netflix it's got some parts that are really fucking cheesy and hard to go through but it is overall i would say a fantastic excuse me fantastic show so it spun off of this electra in this Ooh, she's good like um so what is this actually called? What show is this? Just fucking It's called Daredevil. Marvel? It's called Daredevil on on the Netflix series. It's 3 seasons. Okay, so look up Daredevil mm-hmm. on and you're Net- sure it's on Netflix and it didn't get taken over mm-hmm. by Disney Plus? Should be on Netflix. Less the fuck they've taken it down, which if they have, man, you missed out. Cause, no, see, Damoc doesn't have a one terabyte cap. He doesn't miss out on anything. Whenever somebody okay. says, there's so, a major show, but you can't see it anymore. Oh, there's ways to see it without a terabyte cap. Okay, so Daredevil is still there. It's still on the on uh, the Netflix. Um, Yep, three seasons. There's The Defenders, which I think... Yeah, the Defenders comes between seasons two and three, and it's like bringing Luke Cage. Um, God, who was it? Uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and uh, what's his name? Or what's her name? Jessica Jones brings them all into this, and. Uh, did you were you ever a fan of Law and Order? I mean, I've been known to watch Law and Order from time to time, but a what about fan Criminal Intent. It rings a bell. I want to say it rings a bell. I've seen a bunch of different Law and Order and I totally remember the intro to everything, but as far as a, a fan who followed all of it, no. When it came on TV when I was at my grandmother's house, and all of that, I watched a lot of it. And then whenever I go out to hotels, if there's nothing good on, um, you know, like History Channel or Discovery Channel, then I'll turn to Law and Order. All right. Is this guy Vincent DeOrfino? DeOrfino? He's in, his last name is Italian, and I always screw that up. He's in Full Metal Jacket. He's the he's the guy that's loading the the uh, M1. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. I can look at the face and know exactly who he is. I don't uh, care okay. how much he's changed yeah, yeah. since then. He's in this and he plays Fisk, and he does a damn good job playing Fisk. Okay, so new TV show for the family to watch: Daredevil on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't call it a family show. It's pretty much rated R at this point, but you know, it's good. I love it. Yeah, you say not a family show, but these kids watch ridiculous things like uh, 
fucking horrible YouTubers every summer when they're not here. Yeah, so there's nothing I can really do to control that anymore. Yeah, so uh, Netflix pulled the plug, of course, on this, uh, despite the fact that it was so damn popular. Um, so we never, we're not, we're not getting a fourth season. I'd love to see Disney take it over and do something good with it, but I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe I haven't seen the last Star Wars movie, and I'm waiting for that damn shit to come out on DVD because I'm sure it's not in theaters anymore. Because I missed my chance, but. Uh, I want you can't to see... go to a theater anyways, dude. They're closing all theaters. I know, I know. Oh, it needs to come out on DVD then. For, you know, digital download. I will buy that damn thing just to see it. See how bad it is, good it is, whatever. But apparently they they ran Star Wars into the ground. Um, if they dude, have... They did, of course, with episode one, two, and three. They ran into the ground with George Lucas because he's a fucking moron after he made yeah. a whole bunch of movies. And then... They decided they were going to make a reboot, and they rebooted 4, 5, and 6, and called them 7, 8, and 9, and they had different directors. Yeah. They fucked it all up, dude. Star Wars has been dead since George Lucas got fucking involved in episode 1. <laughs> Wasn't he involved in 4, 5, and 6, though? Yeah, you know what? He absolutely was, but he wasn't a political politically correct jackass he made uh, movies that actually made sense to people and people could fucking relate to you could relate to han solo you could relate to even fucking chewy in the goddamn movies you could relate to the characters then what do you do he got on that weird fucking kick where he took the shotguns out of et and replaced them with radios because the guns could have been pointed at the kids when they were flying a fucking bicycle with an alien over a <laughs> goddamn police barricade. Why would they not have shotguns, you fucking moron? Uh, yeah. Well, is that also the reason why he went back and changed it to to figure out? It's like the whole Han shot first. Who shot first? No, thing. no, no. Han shot first always. Oh, yeah. And... And like, I think I read this once. It was like, he he was like, well, I didn't want them people to think he was such a horrible guy. I'm like, I don't know about you, um, Mr. Lucas, but if I had a gun on a leg holster and was sitting down and someone was pointing a gun at me, um, yeah, I'd do the same damn thing. And let's see, you're an international and not even international, dude. You're an intergalactic smuggler, right? So you're already not a good guy, period. Han Solo is not a good guy. He's an intergalactic smuggler, right? Not on the up and up at all. He has the Millennium Falcon, which is a fast-ass ship, which he uses to sit in seethy bars and get seethy contracts so that he can smuggle goods and all of that. That's why he owes Jabba so much fucking money and everything like that. He's not a good guy, but you were worried about him being perceived as a not good guy. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls... Anybody who's smuggling anything is definitely your friend from now on, according to George Lucas, and you should totally trust them wholeheartedly because they are not bad people at all whatsoever. They're just pushed into that because of circumstances. I believe that. It's like drug dealers. They're your best friend. 
goddamn right they are. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, I I hope this is true. It'd be nice to see him show up. If he just makes a cameo, that'd be cool. Um, he was a good character, like, and I, I think I remember um some there were some comics with him and Spider Man getting together and doing stuff, and that you know it'd be cool to see that. Um, <laughs> Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, sorry, not Hardy, is going to just flip when he sees him. Or hell, maybe Daredevil will be going after him for some weird reason. That would be cool. Ooh, that would be good. Like Spider-Man gets made as a bad guy, and he goes into Hell's Kitchen. Getting, yeah, you. But I don't. So here's my only problem with that. And you let me know after you watch this Netflix series. His world doesn't really mesh with Daredevil's world. Because Daredevil meshes more with the Punisher. Spider-Man's a kid who web slings. The Daredevil's the devils of Hell's Kitchen who beats the holy living crap out of people. His world also meshes more with Batman's. Batman's a violent man. Especially Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, let's let's face it, guys. Christian Bale did a damn good job in Batman, uh, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Didn't he never want to reprise the Batman role again? Yeah, he didn't want to take it after three or something like that. Um, but he did, he did a damn good job. But Ben Affleck's Batman... Beats the holy living shit out of people and leaves them bloody and like half alive. <laughs> it's Ben Affleck, dude. No one watched that fucking movie. Uh, I watched him. I I watched him. I'm I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I really I liked did it. You, really? Yeah, I liked it when uh when he showed up, Batman versus Superman. Like it was uh it was interesting to see. And then I I really liked him in um the Justice League one. Okay. I mean, Ben Affleck, yeah, 10 years ago, I'd watch fucking anything that he was in. But as soon as they said he was playing Batman in that, I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. And I watched previews for it. And I was like, yep, nope, that is not a movie I can watch. I'll I'm probably s- puke. I'm sorry, but George Clooney did a horrible job. George Clooney did an amazing job for making Batman ultra fucking cheesy and it totally went with Tim Burton's direction of things and they were enjoyable if you're looking at him as a cheesy comic book Batman and Batman is stupid as fuck character and has always been a stupid as fuck character until they made the Dark Knight and really went with the Christian Bale Batman. He's always been a joke character. And they had so many good spin-offs that they could have gone directions, but they never did. But the original Batman and Tim Burton's Batman movies, yeah, dude, those are cheesy as fuck and terrible, just like the comics. Dark Horse comics 
that was probably when they had some maybe i think they had something called the dark knight series they but, did and that's where that's where the christian bale shit came from yeah that and then batman the animated series are my batmans so you guys say that and i've yet to see the batman animated series and i have a hard time with animated series it's like uh, everybody says the clone wars are amazing but i've watched the first three episodes and i i wanted to shoot myself because the voice acting is fucking awful storyline's good but voice acting is awful so we're talking about the one from 1992 right batman the animated series i believe so that was the one that i tried to watch because it's the one with um oh jesus christ why does his name have to blank on me now (sighs) hamill Mark Hamill. That's it. Mark's his first name. Yeah. So did the voice of the Joker in this one. See, I I really should actually go back and watch it because it's it's supposed to be phenomenal, and I'm sure that it absolutely is. But uh-huh. I'm going off of the old cheesy ass Batman comics. I'm going off of the old cheesy ass Batman TV show from shit the eighties and probably in the early nineties. Like, really bad stuff. And then when they made the Batman movies with, you know, the Joker and the Riddler, Mr. Freeze, and Penguin. Like, yeah, they were cheesy because they fit the comic books. And they were really good for what they were at the time. Have they held up? Absolutely fucking not. Um, Actually, a lot of Tim Burton's work hasn't held up to the test of time. Some of it absolutely has, but... Not a lot of it, sadly. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. I will eventually watch the Batman animated series. Maybe we can do it for anime night one of these nights after we watch Interspecies Reviewers. Maybe. Um, God, let's see. What's the first season? Yeah, Back when I didn't even know that seasons existed. 65 episodes. <laughs> okay, so we'll try and watch wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, 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 stop, stop, hang on, hang on. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, they, they. Okay, so what the hell, Wikipedia? This makes no sense. So, season one, nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety three. Boom, 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 boom. Sixty five episodes. But then you look at the description, and it's not that. Season one is only twenty eight episodes. So yeah, there's 52 weeks a year, correct? Yeah. So one episode a week is total of 52 and they would have no commercial. They would have no break to release season two. They would literally roll it in and keep going. You said ep- the first season was 60 something episodes. Supposedly, but it's like. It came out, like, episode 28 came out November 3rd, 1992. It went primetime December 20th, 1992. And then the 29th episode, which was season 2, episode 1, came out September 23rd, 1992. And then it goes into... Wait. Three seasons with episode 9. Well, because... Yeah, it, so... No. My yeah, brain no. is hurting now. 
Somebody's math is really wrong here. Don't ask me why, but maybe it's because, uh, let's see, what's the difference between them? So because the success of the show was enjoying, uh, because the success the show was enjoying while the 65 episodes of the first season were still airing, Fox Network executives ordered a second season of 20 more episodes. Don't ask me why. Um, the first season, 65 episodes. Season 2 featured Robin more prominently, and 9 out of the 20 episodes were given the on-screen title, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. After airing 5 of the 20 episodes in May 1994, the network reduced the series to airing only weekly on Saturday mornings. 10 more episodes were broadcast in this format, November and September, or September to November 1994. Under the title Adventures of Batman and Robin. Once the 15 episodes had premiered, the final five were held back until September 1995. The weekday slot was restored and included reruns the entire season, with all the previous episodes being shown under the new title for the remaining airings. Fox. Okay, so that's why they call it season two, because it then becomes The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Okay, but Batman the Animated Series is good, but The Adventures of Batman Robin may not be so good. Uh, maybe. I don't really remember these ones per se. I just remember, like... Oh, they had ba- that's when Batgirl showed up. But, like, they had some really good ones in this. And it was like that dick, private eye kind of feel to it. So... Yeah. It was good, man. Okay. I mean, I'd be interested in maybe watching it for an anime night. At least, you know, a bit of season one. We have 20-something episodes. Yeah. And 20, 25 episodes is roughly what it is. But, um, anyway, we're, we're running long in the gums, um... And uh, we really, really need them to bring back the Daredevil TV series. But you let me know if you agree with me on that after you get through that. But uh, Damoc, tell these lovely people where they can find you. Oh, man, I'm always trolling the Discord if you don't find me in the Discord. I think they changed my name because... My name resembled somebody else from some weird thing. So, And then I asked to be a demigod because I was a demigod in that weird RPG game that we were playing. But yeah, I'm still there, I think, for the most part. Or I'm just talking in a random discard that I'm not really sure is going on anymore. But pretty sure you can find me in the GNA Discord. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can find you there too. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, BlueShark45. And you can find me on Twitter at BlueShark45. And you can also find me in our GNA Discord, as well as occasionally telling Cecil to fuck off in the three-player co-op Discord. And yeah, that's about where I spend most of my time. I'm in a few others, and I pop in and out. Uh, maybe with the division, I'll get a little more involved with bolts and beers, just to see if we can find some more people together. Because I apparently there's a raid, and I want to see what this raid is like, because I never did it on console. Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this lovely, lovely episode, this intimate time with Damoc and Blue. And ladies and gentlemen, 
If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to tell people. You can find the rate, review, and subscribe, and to be sure to hit the little bell notification next to the YouTube video. <laughs> it gives us so that you can get those notifications. And if you really would, you know, YouTube's algorithm really <laughs> likes that like button. So if you could just press that like button for us, we greatly appreciate it because you know YouTube has changed that algorithm. But one of these days, we might get to YouTube. Uh, I think we might still be releasing on YouTube now that I think about it. Um, oh shit. I, I forgot about the YouTube releases. Uh, but anyway, if you can't find us there, you can definitely find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Spreaker, MyTuner, Eurolisten, iHeartRadio, and uh, thegenapodcast.com. Uh, Cecil's hopefully keeping that one updated, but uh, you can definitely find us on those other major podcast delivery service. And please tell the people, rate, review, and subscribe the episodes. And for God's sakes... Send us an email. We have not gotten any emails. GNA podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one. We'd love to hear from you. Your hate mail, your comments, what have you. Just no more spam mail, please. For Christ's sake. God, I don't want to hear about another Teespring idea from someone named Karen. Gosh damn it, Karen. But anyway, if you would love love to be a part of the gna discord where you can talk about things ranging from photography to anime to conan exiles to well tech time with daymok yeah 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 that's the whole thing yeah so you can always join that discord server by looking up gna podcast on twitter and looking at the pin tweet, clicking the link to join the Discord server. You can also find us on Facebook and uh, just search GNA Podcast right there. Uh, we have a Mixer channel, mixer.com slash GNA Podcast, where at least once a month you can find it going live on the first Saturday of the month where we do game show night. And game show night is a evening where we get together at about... 2000 hours eastern standard time and we play jackbox games with one another and if you win you get a download code for something from humble bundle that we've got games i don't know comics uh, all sorts of random stuff that they give us that oh we shit like to- please come and take these fucking codes man <laughs> i'm 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 getting tired of whooping everyone's ass man and just you know racking yeah, Damoc, these codes Damoc needs to be dethroned people we need to dethrone Damoc. Um, we also have a horror movie night. A horror movie night's hosted every second Saturday of the month on our cast.gg channel, uh, hosted by Zyberblood. Uh, we don't have titles right now for this upcoming horror movie night, but uh, if you're listening to this, it's coming. It's coming soon. And every Wednesday night at 17.30 Eastern Standard Time, I host Anime Night on our cast.gg channel, where we are currently watching Demon Slayer. We're about, oh, I say we're near halfway through it at this point. And uh, so that's every Wednesday night at 17.30 Eastern Standard Time. And... We mentioned it. We talked about it. But we have a website. And I don't know if Damoc wants to do this. 
But Damoc, where can the people find this website? www.blueshark45 better start playing fucking Descent all goddamn week long so that he can speak about how he reminisced about all of his nostalgic times blowing up some reactor randomly from a video game and also I definitely want to hear him playing some pod but I'm not going to buy him pod gold for PC that's just a weird racing game but Descent, Descent everybody deserves to play com or gnapodcast.com but blue you really need to start playing descent man that's that's gonna be fucking amazing i oh shoot the mic on (laughs) all right there we go yeah it's on so yeah i will definitely be playing that one um i'm looking forward to the nostalgia but uh so just real quick, we talked about it in the beginning of the show, but Humble Bundle. So this show is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Um, and as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, any link you get from Humble Bundle, just make sure you throw a question mark, partner equals GNA podcast at the end of it. It lets them know that we sent you um, their way. Now, when you scroll down to the bottom, you can determine with Humble Bundle, which you can buy Steam games, you can buy your Switch games. Uh, Ubisoft games, what have you. And they're actually having a sale on Ubisoft stuff right now. And what um, makes Humble Bundle unique is that you can determine where you want the money to go. Publisher, the developer, or to a charity. Well, we got a slider on there too. Do us a favor, slide that to zero. We don't want to see any of your money. We instead want you to take that money and we want you to slide it as far over as you can for a charity. We support specifically the Extra Life charity. Extra Life is a charity that helps raise money for children's hospitals that are part of the Children's Miracle Network. Now this helps to supplement or to completely cover payments that families would have otherwise have to cover themselves for um, medical procedures and care for children. They also do research. Um, cancer research, diabetes, juvenile diabetes research. So all your money goes forth to helping out the kids. And we'd love you to help out the kids. So next time you think about buying a game, do us a favor. Check out Humble Bundle. It's maybe a couple cents more, dollar more. Maybe consider buying it from there just because it goes towards a good cause. You just throw that question mark, partner, equals GMA podcast at the end of the Humble Bundle link. Well, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you for sticking around to the end of this show. And Damoc, thank you for coming on this show. It's been a pleasure, sir. Oh, man, thank you for having me. I love running my mouth. That's what I do. I drink and I talk about dumb shit constantly. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, you have a good night. You too, sir. You have a wonderful night. Look, you want to fight? Then you better bring it, motherfucker.